When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. We have to watch it. Chris, what'd you say there? The drop cut you so, off. So do we have to watch it? <laughs> We have to watch the Dallas Eagle game. How about that? Because that's going to be the only game worth watching on the four o'clock slate. Uh, so we got the Eagles here. It's in Philadelphia. The favorite at minus three. The over under at 46 in this one. Nobody big time injured here. Tyrone Smith might even play for Dallas. Both have had four games go over. And both teams can throw it over the top. It's my first over of the week that I'm actually going to bet. Here we go. Okay, so Jalen Hurts, we're playing him, obviously. He's my quarterback, two on the week. And Dak Prescott is my QB8. That was the QB8 I was alluding to. That was the cutoff point for me this week. After that, it's a total and complete crapshoot. Playing DeAndre Swift as an RB1. Yes, he's still an RB1 for me, even against Dallas's defense. Number one offense in the NFL, I still believe, is the Philadelphia Eagles. Tony Pollard, let's talk about it. And I actually got to update this because I moved him down to RB16. Um, yeah, so I actually moved him down one spot below Gus Edwards, believe it or not. Eagles are the number one defense against the running backs in fantasy so far this year. Pollard's only had two top 12 finishes all year. What's killing him more so than anything else is that he's only had a 13% team target share. They're not throwing the football. That's what Pollard's supposed to be good at. That's supposed to be his bread and butter. If you're not going to throw him the football, then he's more like a Kenneth Walker in the sense where he might pop one every now and then, but he's not this, he's not a Mike McCarthy prototype. Mike McCarthy wants the running backs like Zeke. He wants the guys who fall forward for four yards on a more consistent basis. If you're not going to use Pollard getting him out in space, you're wasting him. And maybe Pollard's not as explosive as he once was coming off that ankle issue. Whether it's a a health thing or whether it's a mental thing for him, you can make that argument too. Because I've seen cases, I've seen evidence that suggests that maybe that could be an issue. It's not necessarily an offensive line thing. Even with the Cowboys' offensive line banged up, they still have one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. It's a usage issue, number one for me with Tony Pollard. Chris, what do you make of this situation and where would you be valuing Tony Pollard right now? It's not breaking tackles, not being elusive. It's he's, he's, he's grading out terribly at everything. I mean, I agree with you, Dan, the usage that in the passing attack isn't what you'd like it to be. We're getting excited just having, you know, Michael, um, sorry, Brandon Cooks being involved in the passing attack. So it's not as too much of Mike McCarthy involving people in feeding <laughs> mouths. Um, so I mean, I look overall, Pollard's a guy that maybe you try, I still think is a guy you could try to buy high on the idea, uh, I mean, buy low on on the idea that maybe it goes off. He's still the RB1, but for sure, Rico, you know, Dow's not going to steal his, his touches from him. So there's no competition in that backfield to kind of take it away from him. But I'd be very, you know, you're never going to get the draft capital by, by Tony Pollard. And I'm very, 
very down on what I've seen with my eyes. This doesn't look explosive. It doesn't look good. So overall, you're kind of concerned, especially with this matchup this week. And unlike, let's say, like, like a Bijan Robinson, I have ranked in a, in a similar territory to Tony Pollard this week. I have hope, or at least more hope, that Bijan has a better second half of season. Maybe doesn't give you back to draft cattle, but can get you to be a, a low-end, true low-end RB1, maybe in the middle of RB1 if some things break his way. I don't have that hope for Tony Pollard. Like th- to, I have seen nothing that makes me think this gets better. Adam, have you? No. Uh, I... I, I Maybe you get a little bit, you know, further from the injury, things get a little bit better, but I'm not counting on it by any means. One thing I'm going to say, at some point, he has to score touchdowns in the red zone, though, because sure. they've been horribly inefficient in the red zone. Dallas and Jefferson, of course, one. Um, and they're constantly in the top 10. So, he, I mean, he's got like, you know, eight rushes at the one yard line he hasn't scored yet off of. So th- there is some possibilities of regression to the norm for him, I should say. Yeah, and that's 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 fair. The problem uh, is that week six though. That week six he had seven targets, and last week he had one. Like your yeah. whole point about his usage in the pass game. What well, are they doing throwing him to him one time in a game? I they got they got cooks involved. Like I said, Chase, don't ask yeah. him to do too much. Don't ask him to do. Too don't much. ask Mike McCarthy to do too much. Thank you. And, and if he's not going to be involved in the pass game, you really don't like him against the Philadelphia Eagles. No. You're going to play Tony Pollard. Like you're, you're playing him in your lineup. You're still going you to have to, you have to, but it's, it, you're not excited about it. Temper your expectations. If it means having to take more of a swing and a flex play, that might be something you have to do as a result in your start sit decisions. Uh, AJ Brown. We love him. Wide receiver two, CD lamb, wide receiver five, Devonta Smith, wide receiver 13. We're, we're playing him. We're loving the wide receivers. Big reason why I think this game has a chance to go over. You're also playing Dallas Goddard, and you're playing Jake Ferguson. Ferguson got back involved too, Chris. It wasn't just Brandon Cooks last week. Uh, and Eagles, that's, you know, besides the receivers, tight ends have actually been pretty effective against the Eagles so far this year as well. So everyone else we love, it's just the Tony Pollard of it all is just quite disappointing. That's it. But hopefully this game is going to be a good one, followed up by, assuming nobody else has any more notes, followed up. The Eagles are going to kill him. Eagles are going to kill him. I, no, I, I didn't give my bet for that one. Did oh, I gave well, I gave the over. That was that was my lock bet of the year. Okay, so the Eagles going to kill him. I can't disagree with that. You know what, Chris? I'll hit that for you too. There we go. Eagles minus three. They cover. Okay, let's go to our next match.